0: I'm Brett Chang.
1: And I am Jay Rosenthal, and this is your Peak Daily for Friday, December 2nd, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance and tech all in less than seven minutes.
0: Okay, so Peak Pals, for your fact of the day, $100,000 is how much disgraced FTX founder who we've talked about a lot on this podcast, Sam Bankman-Fried claims to have in his bank account for comparison his net worth peaked at $26.5 billion. And so Jay, my question to you is, would you rather have once been a billionaire and lost it all, or never have been a billionaire at all?
1: Oh, that's a good question. I have never thought of that. I think once being a billionaire and then not being a billionaire might still be fun. I don't know, you?
0: Well, at least you got the ride. Okay, sure, you might now fall back to where you previously were, but the ride up would have been pretty exciting. And then if you lost it all too, you, still have the innate skills that allowed you to get to that point anyways. And I feel like those are probably transferable. So you won't be poor, I don't think. But yeah, you'll be upset that you lost all that money. I'd rather take the ride. But I understand why some people might just never want to be a billionaire because the fall is too hard.
1: I do have some advice for this once billionaire. You want to hear it?
0: Well, I can guess what it is, but yeah, go ahead, Jay. He
1: should keep his mouth shut and listen to his lawyers.
0: Yeah, that's exactly.
1: I don't know if you saw this story. He was he was on a, like, he did an interview yesterday or this week. Multiple. And was pretty chatty.
0: That's exactly what I thought you were going to say. Yes, he was interviewed at the Deal Book Summit yeah. via Zoom in New York City. And he also did Good Morning America this morning, Jay.
1: Yeah, and he's talking about how he set up shop in the Bahamas, which just sounds, it's not a good look, to be quite honest. Yeah. And anyway, Brett, from a once and never billionaire... What do we have for Pete Pals today?
0: For our first story, there's a new chip for your brain. For our second story, Canada's big banks are raking in the cash. And for our last story, some new LinkedIn features.
1: For our first story, Elon Musk took a quick break from social media stardom to shift back to mad scientist mode, claiming that chips will start being implemented into people's brains in as little as six months. Brett, what is this all about?
0: Well, I won't be first in line. That's for sure, Jay. I'm going to wait this one out and see how it how it all unfolds. But here's what's happening. Musk, who is also the company's CEO, made the announcement at a show-and-tell event for Neuralink's device. Now, it's a coin-shaped chip implant that aims to enable humans to carry out tasks by controlling a computer with their brain activity.
1: Okay, let's just say that the show-and-tell was actually showing the chip, not showing the chip in someone's brain, just to be clear. Now, this is important because brain computer interface, BCI technology like Neuralink, could improve the lives of those with disabilities by assisting with mobility or communication. The device could also expand the general population through industries like healthcare
0: and gaming. It'd be fun to play Halo without a controller. But critics aren't buying Musk's loftier goals like restoring sight or giving quadriplegics full-body functionality, saying that the BCI field is concerned with more basic tasks, at least for now.
1: Neuralink seems to have made little progress from its past demos, while other companies working in BCI like Synchron have made far more impressive advances.
0: It also would be the first time Musk's mouth wrote a check his companies couldn't cash. Be it, I'll put a man on Mars in 10 years, Tesla will have 1 million self-driving robo-taxis on the road by 2020, or anything Hyperloop related, promises have been exaggerated.
1: That is actually an underestimation of his exaggeration, if that's even a thing. Bottom line, surprise, surprise, perfecting BCI technology is really hard, Brett. So don't hold your breath for a brain chip anytime soon, whether it's made by Musk or really any of his competitors.
0: For our second story, you won't be surprised to hear that Canada's big banks are raking in the cash during a positive earnings season, but some are doing unusually well and have higher interest rates to thank. Now, that's definitely not surprising, Jay, but how well are they actually doing?
1: Really well, Brett. TD, RBC and Scotiabank all reported higher than expected earnings, largely due to better margins on their loans business.
0: Now, quote unquote, net interest margins, the difference between what banks offer customers for deposits and what they charge for loans, have improved with rising interest rates.
1: To catch you up, in the rock bottom rate environment leading up to the pandemic, banks earned a relatively small margin on loans and focused instead on growing their fee based lines of business like wealth management and capital markets.
0: Two of the three big banks that missed earnings expectations failed to improve their net earning interest margins, an indicator of how important the metric has become for the industry.
1: And here's why it matters, Brett. Growing margins on loans may be good for the banks, but it's not great news for retail customers like us. Borrowing money or racking up big credit card debts is getting more expensive. But the interest banks pay for our deposits isn't rising proportionally. For our third story. These days, you can't answer your phone or open your email without being bombarded by scams. But LinkedIn is determined to make sure you can still confidently accept that invitation to join your colleague's professional network without the same concerns.
0: That's right, Jay. So driving the news, the company announced new features for its direct messaging service to combat spam, scams, toxicity, and fake news. Problems that are more commonly associated with other platforms, but are also a growing problem impacting its 875 million members.
1: LinkedIn already removed over 137 million scam messages in 2021, but the onslaught of spammers and scammers has not
0: subsided. Now, defeating spam is critical to the company's success since it directly devalues the effectiveness of its paid in-mail, direct messages, features for recruiters. To zoom out,
1: there you go, online scams in Canada are on the rise alongside mounting economic uncertainty as desperate times lead to desperate measures, expect to see scams pop up in new and exciting places.
0: Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada.
1: If you've got a second one, follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review.
0: And if you want more Peek, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com And as always, thanks to Dale Richardson and 306 Media Productions for putting together this episode.
1: Thank you, Dale, and thank you, Brett. And Brett, it's on to the knockout round this weekend.
0: Exciting, who are you cheering for? Team USA.
1: Team USA, for now, till they're knocked out this weekend. And then I'll
0: choose a different team. Oh, Jay, don't be so (laughs) negative. I believe.
1: I believe that we will win. Thanks, Brett.